Welcome to episode 133 of the Inside Bide. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How are you doing this week? Hey, Tim. I'm doing well. Can't complain. Life's good. Everything's cool. Pretty ordinary week, I would say. <laughs> Things are, like I was saying before the show, popping off really good with Seen Pensacola. Yep. Just put another video out. Have three more to put out, plus two interviews. One next Friday, the one after that. And then I got a bunch, like four or five more in the bag of just need to set up dates. So a lot That's of cool. uh, working on with Seen Pensacola stuff. So again, Seen Pensacola's YouTube or SeenPensacola.com. Check us out. But when I was doing the notes, some new things came in this mm-hmm. morning. So I just wanted to go over the new stuff today before we really even get into, which our main topic today is going to be on... These three big games coming in, Tekken 8, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, and Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Talking about them, going over their review reception, stuff like that. But this morning, we got a new Dragon Ball Z. Again, they're calling it Sparking Zero, which Tenkaichi, Budokai, (laughs) Budokai Tenkaichi, something. But it makes people think that like spark and zero is something different even though that was that's a more direct translation from the japanese version i see if you were to call it that um so i guess they're trying to be more authentic there but that's not how we know it and i think it's just hurting their hype level to be calling it spark and zero regardless um if you look at the image here so they showed a trailer of just Goku fighting Vegeta, but they gave about 15 forms to each. And so when you look at this, like at the end of the video, they show like character pop-ins and then it zooms out a lot. And if you were to count all the tiles, you're looking at about a little over 150 of them. So I'm assuming that's the case because even with Budokai Tenkaichi 3, I think we had over 100 characters. So... It's going to be pretty exciting to play a new 3D DBZ fighter with this many characters and stuff like that. I, I'm pretty hyped um, just because I used to play these all the time growing up. So Yeah. Yeah, I used cool to love stuff. those games, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, those games are great. And then we got a state of play announcement today as well. So yeah. we'll be getting it this upcoming Wednesday. So, I mean, that's literally... By the time this episode goes up, this will already be out. So they say here, tune in YouTube, Switch, Switch. that'd be funny. Tune in on YouTube, Twitch, or TikTok this Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time for 40 minutes of coverage with 15 plus games, including extended looks at Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin, plus more from talented game developers from around the world. So there's that to look forward to. Um, in terms of no first party stuff, sounds like maybe. Yeah, I mean, you think if there was, they would have said so here, but who knows? Right. right. The weird thing about, like we were saying literally last week, was just we don't really know much on PlayStation. Well, we know of Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin, but those aren't first party that. titles; those are third party exclusives. So I am curious, like, PlayStation, again, they have at least 10 studios. I mean, I want to say maybe even 20 at this point. It's I don't know the sure number. Um, I wonder if that's a quick search. Like, how many first-party PlayStation? So 21. Okay. 21? Okay. And we still don't 
really know what's coming out of any of them outside of Insomniac, which I guess we know the roadmap for the next 10 years, yeah, which is long time. Mar- Marvel stuff, which I don't know. A little sad on my part, just because yeah. Resistance, we're, we know for sure that's not coming back. And then on top of that, I just want new stuff. So, like, new ideas, you know what I mean? Do you think that if they had not been um, leaked at all, and we learned about these projects as they were coming, do you think it would people would feel differently about it? Like, if it wasn't thrown at us all at once? Honestly, oh, we know I think it would years. have been worse. I think it actually okay. worked in their favor. Not in the leak okay. as a whole, but just in this aspect, I think it worked in their favor, because at least now we know... Because you imagine after about the third Marvel game, people are going to be like, hey, what's going on here? What's like, going on here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's, that's, that's how I point. see it. But I don't, you know, I don't know. No, it's a fair point. Yeah. You have any, um, let's say, prediction on something they may show here? Because again, I'm um, at a loss on what. Yeah. I, I feel like you, they can't do one of these without some sort of, you know, ending last announcement or something right they always do that i would honestly the state of play a lot of them i've missed and i've just caught up on the news after so i can't say that with any certainty i know nintendo always does that i don't know about playstation so they don't um not, i mean not really okay sometimes they'll have like a banger at the end but it's not a normality like it's sure sure i don't know um what is what's the name of the studio that remade demon souls uh blue point what are they oh doing? right you know, now, they're clearly had to be. Well, they're, they're first right? party now, I guess. So they are mind, first party and they're dedicated to making remakes for them. Mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. they said. So what that remake would be? I mean, what do you think it could be a remake um, something for PlayStation? Hopefully it's Bloodborne, right? I Just mean, that do would it. Be amazing. You already did Demon Souls. You clearly know. We all know you know what you're doing. We accept we liked it. So just do the same with Bloodborne. Did the uh, the Last of Us one remake? That was last year, right? Uh, yeah. And then we got Last okay. of Us two remastered here about a week ago. Right. So so Last of Us one remake came uh, ten years, ten years after the original, right? So Bloodborne. I mean, we're nearing ten years now. It's about to hit nine Are years we? in like Ooh, a few months. Man. Yeah. I feel- Time's flying, dang. Yeah, and in March it'll be nine years. So okay, okay, it's crazy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and we have gotten nothing. Like Last of Us, at least got a remastered version, got a remake, you know, patches. Well, we got, normally I wouldn't nothing. even be asking for this because a game I would want a game to technically be even older before you even right. do such a thing. But Bloodborne's thirty. That's the whole problem. So that's that's the big problem. They won't just like release a 60 FPS patch. If they did, I'd be totally okay with that. Whatever. I'll play 1080, 60, fine. Just give it to me. But the fact I that I, I'm just not playing this at 30, and I still have it. I I no. tried a few times, got halfway through. I, I really like it. But right. last I played it, I was like, eh, it won't be that long. I'm sure they'll do it, you know. Yeah. And they just still have so it. And now I'm just like, <laughs> do I go back and just finish it? Like what? It, I truly wonder, seriously, what are they thinking there? Right, the game sold very well. It's very highly regarded. Why not? Just the whole point it, of the game is action. It can't be that much of a drain on their resources to just put sixty FPS in it at least. 
To me, that I don't see or a PC version. I don't see how that could be some sort of huge project. I guess some uh, people argue like the whole game was built under the mindset of 30, so it gets really difficult when you try to do 60. And um, but like, so I mean, I don't know. The same could be know. said about the original Dark Souls. Right, they did. right. The same idea, and they they did so, that. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the the. Yeah, the state of play. play. I mean, what? Well. No, I was about to say, like, what if we could just get a resistance announcement anyway? Uh, that'd be awesome. Um, what they could do, I mean, yes, we got the league, so I highly doubt it because it would just be up in there. But what if they, after the fact, because people see the reception of the league, what if they decided to be like, hey, let's at least announce that we'll go ahead and do the trilogy, right? Just clean yeah. them up, have a team of just a few people work on it. Just make sure you can get it all looking good, running good, whatever. You don't have to spend too much time on it. And yeah, um, put a at small least team just like do that for us. Yeah. Yeah. Put a small team on it and let them take their time. Right. No rush. Yeah. There you go. I have something else cooking. But I think it up. would be smart. I usually wouldn't want an announcement so early. But even if they just said, hey, we're starting work on this. And even if we got a year or two later, it would make a lot of people happy because we got the leak. Right. And this would be something that could sort of help with that. Sure. I agree. Like, yep. I think that'd be cool. But anyway, I'm not expecting that to see this here. I really don't know what I'm expecting to see here. Um, you know, uh, maybe... Insomniac Games, yes. They did Sly Cooper, right? What if we could get like a Sly comeback? That'd be cool. Again, not expecting, but that'd be cool. <laughs> yep, yep. I agree. I'd like that. Anyway. I guess, guess we'll have to wait and see because uh, it sounds like the first party stuff is not going to be there. I don't know. Okay, let's go ahead and get into these Tekken 8, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, and Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Um... Is this any of these three something you want to play? Um, so I guess I'll start with Like a Dragon. The only reason I won't play that, I'm sure it's a good game. It's just I haven't played any of the others, and I'm just not jumping into that right now. Tekken 8, I have interest in. But again, I usually only juggle one fight at a time. But I do want to eventually play that. Prince of Persia, I really do want to play now. But I'm trying to have some <laughs> some okay. discipline and, and just wait. But Prince of Persia ha- really, really looks like a game I would really enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah. And then um, the reviews and stuff aren't in, out yet, but Persona 3 Reload is hitting Friday as well. So I did want to mention that. But we're going to go into these three games since we have reviews of all three and they look to be doing really well. So first here, Tekken 8, 90 on Open Critic, uh, pulled three random reviews from the page. So IGN gave it a 9 out of 10, said Tekken 8 is an incredible evolution for the series with tons of single-player content, an excellent suit of training tools, a great online experience, and exciting new mechanics that make Tekken more dynamic than ever. Eurogamer gave it a 5 out of 5, saying Tekken 8 is a marked improvement over Tekken 7 and a perfectly executed balancing art, keeping older players happy while revealing its trademark freedom to newcomers. And then Game of Former gave it an 8.3 out of 10. As a complete package, Tekken 8 doesn't reach the heights of recent rivals like Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1, but when the match begins, you're exploiting openings to unleashing flashy combo strings and air juggles it remains a thrilling if very familiar one-on-one experience so that's it with tekken 8 i am excited for this um 
I'm not going to buy right now because I have a lot that's happening now. So I'm finishing up. I'm I'm more than halfway through at this point of Star Ocean Second Story R, which I'm really, really, really liking. And now I'm just about to get a whole bunch of RPGs. So I'm, I feel like uh, I would say I'd be burnt out on RPGs, but I've played hundreds and I've never once felt burned out by them. So I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But right when I'm finishing that up, I then have uh, Persona 3 Reload, like I was just mentioning, Grand yep. Blue fantasy relink which i think looks really awesome i want to see what the reviews are going to hit on that i wonder if we have that now because that's right around the corner that's the first here in a few days let's see i mean should i be worried because this game is coming out the first let's see anything no nothing yet Actually saying released on January 29th. So that's today. Is that the case? When does this game today? come out? No, okay, February 1st. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, that's a little, um, maybe a little worrying there. But I really, really like the demo. Yeah, and, okay. Uh, anyway. Um, got that. We got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth as well. So between those... Um, I'm RPG'd out, and like a dragon was so long seven. I never finished it, and I played a lot of it. I really liked it, but man, it just drags so much. Anyway, so the last thing I want to be doing is playing the next one of that, at least until yeah. I finish seven, if I ever do. So, anyway, but it's sitting at a ninety. Four out of five. Violet stakes once again meet Zanny. Zany shenanigans and like a dragon infinite wealth. The series much improved second RPG. I'm so confused at this point with all the games that they have, but I know there is. I know they've made it easy for newcomers. I know they've made it easier. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. uh, The whole series is on Game Pass. They did zero. They remade one and two. Yeah, one and two, three. I want to say maybe one, two, and three. The remade, and then four, five, and six aren't but I guess they're new enough to where they don't feel they need to, but I see some people complain about that. And then seven or eight is um, next gen sort of reworks there or already made for the current gen. So uh, apparently the only rough patch there would be like four, five, and six of that, maybe that in between, between late PS3, early PS4. But anyway. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Um, I'll hit one more here. Uh, IGN 9 out of 10. Thrawling and thrawling and packed with dynamic brawling like a dragon. Infinite wealth isn't just the best turn-based like a dragon game. It's one of the greatest games in the entire series. That's high praise. Very good. Yep. Sounds like a good game, man. Games Radar Plus, 4 out of 5. Like a dragon, infinite wealth. It's a sublime RPG with a fantastic combat system, absorbent stories, and at times fascinating story if it wasn't let down by its drip-fed narrative and heavy nostalgic leanings. So, um, sounds like you definitely just need to be keeping up with the series. Well, I want to say in entirety, but this is definitely a direct sequel to seven, which seven was quite the refresh. So it helps knowing previous games, but you don't have to, when it comes to seven, but with infinite wealth, I would definitely play seven before playing eight kind of deal there makes sense and then we have prince of persia sitting at an 87 on open critic again like a dragon infinite wealth is sitting at a 90 
And then um, read some reviews here from Prince of Persia. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Returning to a 2D perspective lets Prince of Persia the Lost Crown. Perfect disc controls in combat while capturing everything that was great about the heyday of the series. Game Informer gave it a 9.5 out of 10. 10. The Last Crown makes it hard to put the controller down, constantly urging players to follow its paths just a little further. Following the persistent pull to explore more of Mount Quaff is easy, (laughs) though thanks to how good it feels to do so. Between its first-rate platforming and engaging combat and progression, The Lost Crown various parts coalesce into a sublime loop. Gameplay is king, and this Prince of Persia understands that. In the Metro Gaming Central gave an 8 out of 10, saying it bears little resemblance to any of its predecessors, but The Lost Crown is one of the best Metroidvania games of recent years and a highly enjoyable challenge. Now, I've been Sounds playing awesome. Prince of Persia Lost Crown, and um, just know I'm further along now, and this game really reminds me of when I was playing like Metroid Dread. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot of differences because one is like shooting and missiles and all this mess. But I'm telling you, they're both like, I think, pretty similar qualities. Let's just say that. I I lean towards if I had to pick between the two, I would say Metroid over it. But again, I beat Metroid where this I'm still just a long way to go until I'm finished. So we'll see by the end of it. But when I'm playing it, it's just giving me like, I feel it really is great quality. And I feel this is a big surprise to me because I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, I wasn't even going to pick this up or even care to play it, but just glad I went on a whim and did so anyway, because this is like, I don't know. I, I feel like I always have a hard time with Metrovanias, even like some mm-hmm. of the all time greatest, like same for the night I played it and beat it, but I don't, I don't know. think it's one of the greatest games of all time. And every time I go back to play it, I like lose interest pretty quickly or whatever. But for some reason, um, I would say Bloodstained for I don't know why. And the Castlevania like GBA DS games, um, I really, really took a liking to because the way they do the upgrades and then Bloodstained does a lot of that same like way they do the upgrades there, too. So maybe that's why I like it. But between Super Metroid and between this latest one of Dread, um, I'm trying to think of any other Metrovanias I really love. Like again, Hollow Knight. Like I keep trying, and um, I don't think it's too hard. I just get lost constantly, <laughs> and so I eventually sure. get bored because I'm spending hours not knowing where I'm going or what to do, and I keep like losing interest because of that. So I keep having a really hard time with that, but. Dread kept me along at a really, really great pace, and this in a similar vein of I'm really, really enjoying this a lot, and one of my favorite like Metroidvania experiences. Okay, I'm considering maybe in between when I finish Final Fantasy 15 playing that in between, I jump into Octopath because there's two big RPGs. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I really want to play it though. It looks good. Okay, well that's um, it of going over those. Uh, All right. We'll get into the news here, and you can take on this um, Power World stuff here if you want. Yes. Okay. So, first of all, if you there's a little graphic here that shows over a million people. I mean, what is that? Almost two million people. Jesus, playing 39 minutes ago, 24 hour peak was over two million slightly, and all time peak 2.1 million. That's ridiculous. So the Pokemon Company issued a statement on Power Power World. Excuse me. 
Earlier this evening, the Pokemon Company issued a press release seemingly addressing the recent conversations surrounding new Steam, early access, release, Power World, and its suspiciously familiar-looking collectible creatures. We have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. We have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in the game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon in its world and to work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future, the company states in closing. Eight million people purchased Power World in its first six days. Now, this whole thing, I'm so back and forth on it, right? Like, at first, I'm like, oh, okay, well... A lot of those look just like it, right? But then I saw a lot of the gameplay, and I'm like, okay, that's totally different. And also, I saw a meme that was kind of funny, but I was like, it's kind of true. Like, I was looking at Dragon Warriors, Dragon Quest, excuse me, and a lot of the creatures, and then they show, like, Pokemon and how they're very similar. And I'm like, can you really, do you have any grounds to really do anything with this? Or is it just, you know, you took an idea, you ran with it, just like they do with other games, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what to I mean, I think... The pals in this game look a lot more similar to Pokemon than, let's sure. say, Pokemon do to Dragon Quest things. But yes, it is in that same conversation of like, well, everyone's kind of taking from somebody, right? And um, I guess the only yeah, same. I don't know, Monster Rancher, if you remember that IP or Digimon, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like, they're all still you could technically maybe all pull from, I guess, Dragon Quest, but. I don't know. Um, it does make me wonder, are these close? I mean, they are pretty damn close, though. If you look at <laughs> different comparisons of, like, the Pokemon compared to what they look in Power World. But is that enough to, like, try to, like, sue the game or shut the game down just because your creatures look similar? I don't know. I, I, I genuinely wonder. Um, unless yeah. it's actually a straight copy or you're able to prove that they like stole assets or anything like that, I guess there's really nothing that they could do. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I don't think I would be surprised if anything comes from this. We, this game got announced a long time ago and I'm sure they're not like, Oh, we had no idea this game was coming. You know, they shut down things that are, <laughs> you know, made by 10 people that are really low key, you know? I doubt that they didn't. Yeah, have we've had trailers this for this game for like a year, maybe even two. Um, if Pokemon did think that, they would have already shut it down because it's not like the trailers weren't popular enough or anything of that either. Mm-hmm. Right now, Pow World is number one at peak, like just in the day, they hit a little over 2 million players. Um, and then so I pulled like top 10 just to give a comparison. So, like, Power World's number one. Now, at the time I took the screenshot, Counter-Strike 2 was at number two out of a million players, where Power World's at two million. Dota 2 at 714,000. PUBG Battlegrounds, 538,000. Baldur's Gate 3, 200,000. Grand Theft Auto 5, 180,000. And a Shroud at number seven at 150,000, which I don't know what this Shroud game is. Do you know what that is? In Shroud. Oh, I have, I have seen, I have seen it pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Do you know what it is? (laughs) It's um, it's a survival game. I just saw quick screenshots of it, but I saw someone say something like, "Oh, even though Power World's blown up, don't forget about Enshrouded." You know, and I guess it's pretty popular as well. So, but yeah, outside of creature designs, um, it is nothing like Pokemon. It's not even close. So 
if if you're thinking of playing Power World because they may be doing something with this Pokemon idea, but more interesting, I don't think you're going to find that here. I mean, I guess in the level of you roaming a land and capturing creatures, sure, that is the case. So let's, let, right, I course. guess let's make that clear. If that's all you care about when it comes to Pokemon, I could see then like this being, which I think a better game than uh, Pokemon has been the last, I don't know, I'd say two or three gens. I mean, well... Sun and Moon, I didn't really like, or anything past that. I'd say X and Y was like the last Pokemon I genuinely liked. Well, Violet, let me let me separate the two because I actually I actually do like quite a lot. What's a Scarlet and Violet? That's what it is. Oh yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Um, I do like those games, but I don't think they're like good to recommend because they have a lot of tech issues, right? Right, right. To where the last one, I would straight up. Oh, I really like. Plus, I would recommend be way back on like X and Y on 3DS it was like the mm -hmm. last gen I thought was really good. Yep, yep, those were good games. Yeah. So, what do you think? Okay, there's no way. Which Nintendo aside, there's no way the Pokemon Company isn't seeing Power World and seeing these players and at least getting the understanding of like when they see people in comments are being like. Man, uh, like, dogging on Pokemon a ton, being like, this game's finally, like, doing interesting right. things, and it's so much better and all this. They gotta be seeing this stuff, and it makes me wonder, course, like, yeah. do you think that they may take into consideration of actually, for real, changing up the formula? Or at least actually uh... making a more, instead of it looking like an N64 game still? <laughs> like... I think it just really depends on how this all goes. You know, if Power World is around for, you know, a year, people are still talking about it, hyping it up, and then they're getting ready to make their next game. Yeah, maybe. But if they, you know, I don't think this will happen, but let's say they come after Power World, they shut it down or something, Power World has to completely, you know, start its game over or something crazy like that, then no, I think they probably would. But Honestly, all Power World would have to do is just change the creatures because that'd be the only thing that pokemon could claim them on and so they have all the work anyway and the engine built and whatever whatever i don't think it'd be a huge setback let's say if that did happen if they just reworked the monster design that's all they would yep. really have to I agree. do so that wouldn't be too bad of a thing on their part so but i agree yeah i i do think the pokemon company is looking at this and I feel whether they like to admit it or not, it probably is going to push them to make a better game just because they're seeing how many people would just, if it was actually legit Pokemon and they made a big grand scale 3d open world RPG with like the latest, it just looking like a current game. I mean, people would flock, people flock to what they currently do now and still sell more games than anybody else. I think because these numbers are so incredibly through the roof. And we talked on it last week, but it was still pretty, pretty fresh out. Now that this has been a lot longer out and the numbers are only rising, I don't think this is just a quick little, oh, this is neat, let's try this out, and then end up not really liking it. People are actually super digging this game, even having so much time into it at this point. So I don't 
think this is really going to go away. And I think it has a really good chance of having the Pokemon company genuinely try to make a better game just because they not in the sense of trying to outcompete somebody else, but just in the level of, Oh, if we did make a better game, we could make even more money and have even more people like our stuff because the numbers are incredibly high here. Of people clearly yeah, want yeah, there's, the numbers are totally ridiculous. That that's why I'm saying they um it might be something that they are kind of noting more than they typically would. You know, usually they probably see a game that has some cool ideas. Uh whatever, we don't care. But yeah. this, with the attention it's getting, could be different. So okay, um, you take this next one. Yeah. So this kind of annoys me because of course it's a little too late, right? I wish I had gotten this when I was playing the game. But Horizon Forbidden West <laughs> yeah, you complete just beat edition. It, right? I know I beat you it like the DLC, right? You played the, the DLC. DLC. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horizon Forbidden West complete edition comes to PC in March 21st. The news comes via the PlayStation blog where they reveal that both the base game and a 2023 expansion, Burning Shores, will come to the new platform as a package deal. Horizon Forbidden West complete edition on PC features unlocked frame rates, customizable graphics settings. A broad range of performance-enhancing technologies, including NVIDIA, DLSS 3, upscaling, and frame generation. AMD FSR and Intel XESS are also supported. Players with high-end hardware and extra headroom. Image-enhancing NVIDIA DLAA is also available. The game leverages direct storage for quick loading times on PC. I absolutely loved for, um, Horizon Forbidden West. I know some people were down on it. I thought it was better than the first one in, in pretty much every single way. So, yeah, I'd say definitely play this if... Uh, if you have not and you have a PC. So my problems were yet again, um, story, but again, like maybe it got better, but I played 15, if not 20 hours and it, and it's, I still wasn't interested. So, um, I don't, I don't really like the main character either. Like at all. She's very, look, I get <laughs> it. You're trying, you know, you need to portray that you're, maybe in a dark place in your mind and you're maybe a little sad or something, but man, does it really like it's <laughs> you're already brought down and all that. And then the story isn't really that interesting to me so far. So, and then every time I'm like going around talking to people, something quest, all of that seems pretty boring. The only part I liked was just the combat. And the exploration of like going through the open world and fighting all the beasts and stuff that was cool, but anytime I had to do any yeah, yeah. main story stuff or even the side stuff was even worse. Of like I was pretty bored, so yeah, that, that's, that's my fair. problem. No, that's totally that's totally fair. Um, for me, it was like you know it started off a bit slow and it started really pulling me in the more I, I went. You know, so hopefully people give it a shot see what they think you know so but yeah playing 120 frames like the combat's really good in this game and that'd be a hell of a lot of fun like especially mountain stuff shooting things and all that at 120 fps sounds pretty dope that would be cool if i could run it at you know 120 or something man that'd be pretty amazing especially with those new cards all the stuff you can do i mean regardless um, I, like I mean i would lower whatever settings i needed to mm-hmm just to get 120 out of this game so right right no i totally agree that'd be sick so i'm glad i'm glad they're bringing it over now only they bring over one game that came out in 2015 that we just talked about bloodborne right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be the uh, one. one of these days Fantasy 7 avent children complete comes to us theaters for two days next month 
Square Enix has partnered with Fathom Events and Sony Pictures to bring the director's cut of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children to theaters for the first time. Premiering ahead of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's launch on February 29th, the theatrical sequel to the original Final Fantasy VII will get its first run in U.S. theaters for just two days. Dubbed Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete, this expanded version of the 2005 CG film is 26 minutes longer than the original. Square Enix oh, states cool. it features roughly a thousand revised scenes with expanded themes and improved visuals. Before the film starts, though, fans who arrive early will witness exclusive introductory content, such as a History of Fantasy VII presentation that explains its ties to avid children. Gameplay footage of Fantasy VII Rebirth will be shown off along with new interviews about the project Fantasy VII Remake creative director and Avid Children director Tetsuma Normora, Rebirth director and producer. Fantasy VII Avid Children takes place two years after the events of the original Fantasy VII. Cloud and his friends tackle mysterious illness spreading across Midgard, along with the appearance of the new enemies tied to a familiar foe. Avid Children became a popular film due to its at the time impressive cg animation and action scenes newcomers who hopped on the series with remake should be warned that avant children more or less spoils the ending of final fantasy 7 so even though rebirth may potentially steer the narrative in other directions you may want to keep that in mind if you'd rather stay in the dark if you miss this theatrical run you can always pick up the enhanced 4k blu-ray of avant children complete that dropped a few years ago Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete will play in 650 theaters nationwide on two days, February 21st and 22nd. Showing on the 21st will play the English dubbed version. Showings on the 22nd are the English subbed. You will see if the film is playing in your area if you visit Fandom's website. So, I do want to see the English dub because that is like... I watched it first in Japanese... Um, and some like a fan's translation on like a really crappy video quality way back when it first released when I was like in high school sort of deal. Watched it a ton of times, but the one that I always go back and watch if I do want to watch it, I do like the English dub quite a lot. I think the voice acting's good there. So I always prefer that. So I guess I'm going to go the 21st. I went and looked at my area. It's definitely coming here. So I'm okay. super excited. And uh, I will be going to this and watching this. So if you just go to it right there. So fandom. Because, I mean, the, you only get two chances here. You either get the English dub or the English subbed. But you only get one chance of really watching it. So it'd be really cool to see it like mm -hmm. super high quality in the theater, all that. Right. Need. I'm down. So, yep, yep. but yes, people, if you have not finished Final Fantasy 7 and you're playing remake or like the first time and you don't know much on the story, do not go watch this movie. <laughs> it's going to spoil. I mean, it just spoils the end of Final Fantasy 7. Um, I guess you could be okay with that, but there are certain things, I don't know, like, you know, well, people who played Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Rufus, the new president at the end there. He's a big part in this as well. And there's a lot of things in this because this takes place two years after the end of the game. And Final Fantasy VII all leads up to this moment 
with Meteor and all of this stuff. So I really don't think it'd be a good idea to watch this if you haven't finished 7. If you haven't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might not be the best idea. But regardless, I'm hyped. Um, this would be really cool. And then just in time for the game to come out because... Um, let's see here. Okay, if you... Don't want any spoilers on Fantasy 7, the original game. Uh, skip ahead one minute. I'll probably be even uh, shorter than that, but just skip ahead one minute to be safe. And I'm going to watch the time here because it just turned 618. Okay. Fantasy 7 remake is not a remake, but a sequel and takes place even after Advent Children. So it, it's Fantasy 7. Then you have Advent Children. Then you have Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is part one, two, and three. All takes place after the fact. So they just went back in time in little bits. And that's why you have the ghosts and stuff like that. Because stuff, it already implied that it already took place. And now it's going back in time, trying to mess and change certain things. Okay. But everything being said and shown and all that. All still technically is taking place after the fact, even after Advent Children. So think of Final Fantasy VII Remake as part three to Final Fantasy VII, if that makes sense in your head. And I'll end it there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm still, I'm, no spoilers, of course, a little bit unfamiliar with some of the um, you know, details of the way that things have gone in the game, just because I haven't played um, everything that leads up to it. but. You know, I'm, I'll fill in the gaps. For people so. who want to know, the best thing you can watch, and I will put it in the description of this episode, but let me go ahead and find it. It's Maximilian getting on oh. Easy Allies and okay. him discussing it, and he breaks it all down. Okay, cool. There's like layers to it, and he gets deeper and deeper and deeper into it as it goes. Um, here it is. Spoiler mode. It is two and a half hours. And Whoa. when you watch it, you will understand why it's that long because it really does need to be all explained that in depth. And it goes into anything and everything you could possibly want because there's a whole lot of Crisis Core has a lot of bits. Um, there's the... I want to say Last Crisis little anime thing. There's a lot of Final Fantasy VII stuff. And mm -hmm. he sort of goes over it, summarizes it, goes into nitty-gritty. Um, Easy Allies is spitting out questions left and right, and he's explaining okay. this and explaining that. A lot of this, at the time, this was in 2020, okay? And he was saying, well, let's say 80% of it, is him just explaining stuff but 20 percent is like theories on like well i think this and i but i'm not we don't have confirmation on this or confirmation on that all of those things by this point in time many have already been confirmed and he was correct uh there hasn't been anything that he says in here that has been proven incorrect let's say that and there's probably only like two or three things that he mentioned that just haven't been proven yet but most of this, either we already know to be true if you know enough about the material or have been proven after the fact. 
So, but it is Final Fantasy VII Remake spoiler mode with Maximilian Dude that Easy Allies posted. So go watch that. And again, it's a doozy, but it will answer anything and everything you would want to know about what's going on here. So do they, I'm assuming they talk about all the other games too, like yes. Crisis Core and everything. And do they give you have sort to. of a... You have to be able to like talk about specific characters because there's very, very important things about like how the goddess even works. Uh, okay, so let me, like that. let me type this in. Maximilian Dude, spoiler mode. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake, spoiler mode, Maximilian Dude. Yep. That's okay, nice. so, so if I... Watch this whole thing. This is I'll the be Bible. Caught up on. Okay. okay. <laughs> right, I'm going to watch Bible it. Final Fantasy VII. Um, I can't believe we're so close. Close, by the way. Like that's crazy. We're only a month away. Um, and which I would really urge people to watch as well because now we're getting rebirth, and this is going to be all new material. Final Fantasy VII remake was going over old stuff because they're battling the time ghost and not trying to change this and da da da. All that got broken by the end of the game. This is all new going forward. Now, they're going to go through the same areas, all that, because they're still in the same land. But there's no telling. Like, I'm imagining some beats may play out similar just because of how (laughs) things work, of just, like, where things are located on a map. And in their minds, right, uh, they haven't... They haven't done any of these actions yet, so by default, they may do this or that and maybe go to certain locations in the same order or something like that. But that's the only reason it would be similar, because otherwise, do know, it's split. Like, these are not the same people, if, if that yeah. makes sense. This is this is yeah. a whole other reality taking place here. I played the original Final Fantasy VII, and I played... Um, Excuse me, and I watched Advent Children, but I haven't played any of the other games. So this will be good to uh, refresh my memory on everything. And I played Remake, but it's been, you know, a few years. So yeah, yeah. that'll be a nice, nice way to now, get Now, I'm caught. wondering, like, I mean, I'm saying, hey, I'd like to play all this stuff. It would be cool if I could go and play Remake before this comes out. But I don't know. It In me, it's pretty fresh in my head. I don't think I need to replay it. Only because I really don't... I think those side quests really bog the game down. And there's some areas to where it's like forced filler to where like, okay, I just won't accept the side quest. Okay, but there's areas to where you go like a few hours, certain segments of just trying to get to the next spot. That's super drag. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't feel like experiencing those things again, even though the highs are so great in that game. Uh, What I would love is if somebody... Maybe there is like a mod of Final Fantasy VII on PC to where you can cut the filler, <laughs> play like non-filler oh, yeah, version probably. of the game. <laughs> That'd be probably hilarious. something like that out there by now. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. Okay. All right. Well, hype for that. Definitely gonna go watch that. Um, and now here's the thing: they said enhanced. 4K Blu-ray of Avon Children Complete that dropped a few years ago. I don't think that's true. I think there's a 1080p Blu-ray that released uh, a few okay. years ago. But I don't think there's one in 4K. I think that one is either recently came out or about to come out. Hold on. Blu-ray. No, it's out. I just could have sworn there was an issue about it or something. Because I, I don't know. 
Whatever. Mm. It did come out in 2021. There is a 4K Blu-ray of it. Okay. That's neat. Anyway, all right. Um, That's it for the news. We can get to what we're watching, what we're playing here. Okay. Um, I'll go first because I've just been playing the one game, Final Fantasy 16. So I have played so much of this game lately. I probably put, honestly, this weekend, I probably put like 15 hours into it. Like I just... I'm just obsessed with it now, you know? I it's it's such a weird case because everything I said about this game is still true, but um I've just come around on it. I really think it's actually a very good game. I, I don't know, I've come like full circle on it, you know. Um, so that, let's start off with the things that I already said were good. The music is incredible, like it just gets better and better and better. So that's an obvious one, right? Um, the characters, Clive's character specifically um has gone from this is a really good job to like like one of the best um characters ever in any game i've ever played it's just phenomenal phenomenal character um you know sid and um my god what's his brother's name again joshua both really really good um it just gets better and better and one complaint i had before that did change is the side quests have gotten much much better there's some really good side quests i've done now um, that relate to the characters back at the hideaway with you and you learn a lot about them and do you know you travel different places do a lot of cool stuff so that's actually gotten way better i've been doing all the side quests still for that reason um as for the combat uh i always thought the combat was good but i started feeling it was repetitive right so i've been just fighting the story battles and the bosses which is still a lot and side quest ba- battles and I find that I'm enjoying the combat way more now. It doesn't feel repetitive. Yeah, it's still pretty pretty much the same thing, but it's up to you. Like, I've been now trying to switch different um, icons more, and that kind of keeps things fresh, you know? I found um, it easy. Can you up the dip- difficulty? I don't remember. I don't remember it either, but where I'm at now, I've definitely died a handful of times. Like, it, it, um, it's definitely gotten harder. Um, there are some really, especially if you do all the side quests, and even the boss battles can have gotten pretty challenging. So yeah, it's definitely increasing in difficulty. Okay. I'm level 35 right now. No, no, no. Level 39 right now. And the oh. level cap was 50 by the time the game's over. I have about seven mainline missions left. Granted, each one of the missions are pretty, pretty beefy. And plus any other side quest. So I went from like, <laughs> I don't know, mission number, I don't know, 17 or 18 to like now I'm at like 40, some 40-ish or something like that. Like I just went crazy. I I, I woke up on Saturday morning. I played a ton. Kids go to bed at night. I play some more. Yes, Sunday, same thing. I just, I don't know. I couldn't put it down. I was enjoying it so much, you know? So I'm actually really happy that I gave it another shot um, because now I'm, I'm way into it. And I did, unfortunately, read a spoiler, and I'm really freaking annoyed about it, um, about something with the ending. Yeah, I'm still going to enjoy it, but it kind of takes a little. All right, well, don't tell me. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, but, man, I... I uh, did, well, I guess I should just say for the next, let's say for the next minute, just in case, could be spoilers for Final Fantasy. Well, okay? I don't, don't want to hear this. No, no, no. I, I'm, it's not going to be a spoiler unless I know that you've you've um, done it too. I'm going to verify with you, okay. right? So let's okay. say two minutes. Okay. Okay. So first of all, what is, do you remember the last thing that you did in the game in general? I'm aware that. Okay. Okay. That's what you're wanting. So, yeah. So. Hmm. You've seen him. 
Perfect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, one of my absolute favorite moments in in the storyline, Nagumi, he, he survived on Elan, is like when they truly like Nagumi. You're really in the costume. He's It's like a really powerful scene. Very, very well done. I felt like I was yeah, watching a movie. Uh, or something. It's like the icons are sort of present as as they're talking and all that. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, that was really really good, and it's just a great character like he's he's another one that is way up there for me you know even some of the supporting characters like some of the heads now, where of the i left off was like very soon after this realization okay um okay so i don't i don't know much more than the fact of sure. oh i know but at the time I don't know if Run is Louis Rush or given a cold shoulder, but he wasn't oh, yeah. a little so weird. He disappeared. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, yeah. Now, no more spoilers. Um, okay. Yeah, man. I, I've come around in the game a lot, uh, a whole lot. And again, it's a strange thing because I still have my complaints about the game. Some of them have been fixed. Side quests have gotten much better. I kind of, I think I kind of shifted my thinking a little bit in terms of what I would expect from Final Fantasy and what did I expect from this game on its own. You know. Um, and that that helped me to kind of enjoy it much more. So so yeah, I'm definitely loving it. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can beat it by next week. So we'll okay, see. So yeah, big problem was side quest. Now you say side quest got better. Yeah. Meaning what? Like like the people that okay. you meet in these side quests have interesting stories or something. So so they've gotten better in the sense that. Because they were just fetch, fetch quests. Hey, go like gather this, bring it back to me. Cool. Here's some gold yep. gill, and that's about it. Yep, some of them were definitely fetch, fetch quests in the beginning. And not to say that there's zero fetch quests now. There still are. However, a lot of the good ones are stuff like this. Let me give you an idea of a good one. So there's a character. I, this is not a spoiler, but you know the blacksmith yeah. that, that works for you? You know, he's like very like stoic, like tough guy. You know, hey, what do you want? You know, that kind of thing. And he's very, very much into his his uh, craft, you know? Like, yeah obviously what he does and and through through conversations with him you realize how seriously he takes it and how that's his his whole life's purpose and yada yada all that right there are now four missions i've done relating to him where you kind of you kind of dig into a lot of his background and his history and you learn okay. about where he came from and um and you help him solve some problems he's personally dealing with and things and they do that with not just him like there's been multiple characters where i'm learning more about their past and you know, different people they dealt with and, and before they got to the hideaway and how they came to the hideaway and so on. So these things make me love it way more. And then you have ones that are very simple. Hey, I need this, whatever, this thing to make something from some enemy or something. But the enemies are really crazy, really cool battles, you know? So okay. even those, they make up for it by being really challenging, fun uh, battles. And then lastly, some of the side quests that I've been doing now, they are almost essential because they give you big upgrades not just normal here's some money here's some crafting items but no like big things that change the game entirely you know like they affect something in some way um that will permanently change so so yeah so they've gotten much better and okay, to be yeah. honest i was gonna do them no matter what just because i'm like that but i'm glad i've been doing all of them because i can 100 percent say i almost wish they started with better side quests and be it so people don't lose the, <laughs> the idea that they're gonna get better eventually you know but yeah, yeah they definitely 100 percent do so okay so yeah and it's rpg-ness it may be lacking right. but the fact yes. that the pros just went so much even higher 
that yep. any cons that you had just sort of fall to the white wayside just because you like what you like so much. I think that's it. And and again, I'm not sitting here saying it doesn't have problems. We clearly it has problems, right? The RPG stuff is pretty much non-existent. I'll, I'll for sure say that. To me, it feels like a really good action game that's very long, good story, good characters, good music, and a really good combat system, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, it's a life mission of mine, as corny as that sounds, to play through and beat yeah. all the Final Fantasies. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to play this anyway. So, you know, I, um, long story yeah. short, I'm going to get around to it. I'll play it. I'm glad to hear that you're liking it more and more as you go and yeah. coming around yeah. on it. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely have come, come around on it quite a bit. So pretty, pretty happy about that. So, yeah. Well, once you beat it, um, let us know. Sure. Give a um, number score on it. Overall rating, yeah. Curious of what it would be. I'll tell you right now. It's definitely not going to be a 10 out of 10. There's no way. The game has definitely big problems. However, um, yeah, I think it'll be up there. But we'll see. We'll see how the last stretch goes. So this was probably two weeks ago i just forgot to mention it but i was watching severance and finished the first season oh nice okay you're aware Good. of this have you watched yep. this yep i watched it oh, okay okay what'd you think um i loved it i mean i think I this thought it was is great like very cool know. very trippy kind of messes with your head with the idea mm. of things going on and everything yeah yeah i really liked it yeah it's um, right up my alley this is the stuff that i want to watch so Anybody have any recommendations of things like this? Let me know. Like severance. Always just where you you're questioning reality and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. So, the one little, just the funny thing I noticed is on Twitter, there is a Lumen Twitter page or something like the company that he works for. And they'll post updates, but they're like in character. Like it's almost like the company, okay. the actual company, you know? It's really <laughs> funny. I just saw it on my like people you may know or whatever thing and I clicked it. And then it's like every update is like some sort of like, oh, Lumen will change your life. Come sign up for Severance. And I'm like, what the heck? This is funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Solid like 9 out of 10 for me. I see a lot of promise in what they're going to go for because with the way it ended, I'm not going to spoil it, but now I it's almost like, let's say Death Stranding, the way it ended of like, okay, well, now we know the reality of everything we got some sort of conclusion here but now i'm incredibly curious since you're deciding to keep going what possibly can you do because again in death why i bring up death strain is because i was thinking well you we have the sequel coming out but we kind of already like it was all building up to okay now we understand how everything works and so what more can you really tell us to show us Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm very curious how a sequel is going to like, what is the game even going to be about now at this point? Same thing here with severance is like, well, it's not like, I mean, I guess you can go back to just showing how things were, but we kind of like, how do you, how do you keep going with the show? I'm, I'm very lost on that. So I kept looking into it, found that they're going to be doing new characters in the second season yeah but um, they're still gonna have the old cast a part of it as well i'm very curious how this is gonna go yeah yeah i'm very curious as well um i don't know when the new season's coming back but i am definitely looking forward to it so yeah whenever that is and then i finished a big part of one piece to where if anyone watched it there's a whole big long saga of like them up in the sky uh 
Skypea, I want to say is the name of it. I don't know. But all that finish, and they're fine, they're back on land again. And um, that's when they go up, and they have this big, epic conclusion with, like, fighting God and all of this craziness. And so I just finished that whole arc. Man, I'm, I'm definitely on board. I'm definitely weaving out hard over One Piece. So... Uh, I just awesome. wanted to mention that. <laughs> I've we've gotten to the point now where people are recommending One Piece to me, not knowing that it's an anime. <laughs> like people I work with, so funny. Like, have you ever heard of the show One Piece? I'm like, oh, have I? <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's just weird because it's been around for so so long, and I'm just now right. just like, all right. Um, I was avoiding it at all costs, and um, I finally just gave in. So. There's that. Sure. It's good. Sure. Really like it. Uh, dude, new game watch, and we'll get out of here. Oh, just hold on, Tim. I'm sorry. Up? One last thing. Um, just want to mention it. I just started last night, but I, I was tired, so I fell asleep. There's a show on HBO Max called Scavengers Rain. It's an animated show. It looks sort of like the same sort of style as like Invincible, like the like the same okay. sort of animation. Um, it's supposed to be phenomenal. Got like a 10 from IGN. All these other websites give it high ratings. It's 12 episodes. They're like 25 minutes each. Um, all I've seen so far, it seems to be taking place in some sort of future space kind of thing going on. Yeah, I don't know much more about it than that, but it's getting right. super what high is it praise. Called again? Scavengers Rain. And it's on HBO uh, or excuse me, Max, let's say. Okay. Hey, <laughs> it's supposed I'll, to be really, I'll watch really it good. Tonight. So, I'll see. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to check out an episode tonight. Okay. Um, See what I think. But anyway, just want to throw that in there. Uh, okay, so Jazetsu Kaisen Curse Clash comes out all platforms February 2nd. Persona 3 Reload, all platforms but Switch February 2nd. You know, Persona 3 Reload, maybe it's just a matter of like it's just going to take more time. But why isn't this on Switch? Because Persona 5's on Switch. They were able to I, do it. This is the same engine as that. So I almost it's, forgot that. it's either two <laughs> reasons. One, either they just didn't have the time and they had you have to put in some more effort there to get it going good on Switch. Or maybe Persona 3 Reload is actually an evolution from just Persona 5 Reload. Uh, what's the... Royal. Even the Royal Editions on Switch. So, like, either this is even a more amped up version of that engine that just can't run on Switch, or maybe they plan on releasing it on Switch 2 and just being an easier process there. Maybe they already knew they were going to do that. They just haven't announced the Switch 2 yet, so they can't say anything. Or it's just a matter of maybe we'll just get it a few months later. I don't know. Either way, Persona 3 is my favorite in the series. I'm so happy. It's just around the corner here, coming out Friday. So, and again, I got Game Pass. So I'll just be playing that when it comes out. Yep. And I'm super, super hyped on that. Yep, uh, one, yep. Of my, one of my favorite video games ever it's being remade. I always got to jump That's on that. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Suicide Squad, Suicide Kill the Justice Squad. League. Um, also comes out Friday. Apparently they're still they're not releasing review codes till it comes out, so that's definitely not a good sign there. Um, I, I don't know what to think. I just saw a story really saying when it launches, the online's not going to be functional, and <laughs> this is an online <laughs> service game. So how do you even do that? Well, but it... <laughs> well, I saw I saw an article that said 
Suicide Squad killed the Justice League pulled offline an hour after launch due to a bug that completes the entire story as soon as you start playing. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So early access is uh, maybe not going the best so far. I want this game to be good, truly. I just don't know what to expect. I have a bad feeling that it's not going to be good. So I'm not I'm not jumping on this it until It may be fun to play. Maybe that is the case just because of like the team behind it, but right. I think the I'm assuming the bigger problem is just going to be nobody wants this type of game and we don't want to be roaming around a city playing as whoever and just doing some generic leveling up or something. Like we mm. want a game that plays and functions and looks like this in a more like linear single player narrative sort of thing. Not some, Oh, you know, it may be fun to play and it may look cool and the world building may be impressive, but um, I'm imagining people will just not like all of the live service stuff. That's how I'm seeing how this is going to turn out, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Curious to see. Vampire the Masquerade, Justice, coming out on PC February 2nd. Foam Stars, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, February 6th. And Helldivers 2, PlayStation 5 and PC, February 8th. Um, I'm a little interested in Helldivers 2. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I want to like go buy day one or anything, but I don't know. That, I got a good feeling about that game. That one, uh, if you do end up at some point getting it, I'll get it too, because that seems like a fun game to play together. And I've been wanting to find yeah. some co-op, you know, if we can play together at one point. So Exactly. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't have anything more to add, we'll get out of here. Yes. Just know that I'm pretty sure by next week I'll be done with Final Fantasy. And maybe I'll have Tim take off his headphones for a minute and say how annoyed I am at the spoiler that I will discuss at that time. So... But for me, it's like it's the journey, you know. It's okay. I don't know. What it is. No, not now, not now. No, you come back. <laughs> no, 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 okay, no. I'm just saying okay, next week okay. when I when I finish okay, it. Okay. <laughs> but you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how much fun I've had working my way up to the end. So it's okay. Okay. Well, I'm still my working my way through the original on NES. By the way, um, it oh, is nice. definitely one of the hardest things i may have ever done (laughs) if if it was emulated and i could just like fast forward and just grind for a bit sure it'd be fine because i could just probably gain like 10 levels and the game would be a lot easier the i have to like actually earn it and it's so hard to level up in this game because it you have to go pretty far away from something to like start fighting good enough monsters and then also make way back to town or have enough money, like a thousand down to put down on a cabin or something just so you can heal your party again. So it gets really difficult on like having to be able to level up to get strong enough just so you can go into a new area without just getting demolished. So um, I'm having a really difficult time with that, but because of all that, Everything is so rewarding and such like a struggle to get. Through. It reminds me of when I was playing, which I really, really loved because of the exact same reason. It was like Shin Megami Tensei 4, and I think 5's even better. But that has a similar thing to where like it is really hard to earn experience in this game. Um, and the challenges are pretty in-depth, but if you can somehow push your way through it, um it's totally ends up being worth it in the end and um that's kind of how i'm feeling with this original Final fantasy so i just wanted to mention that i'm, I'm still working my way through there uh, because okay. again i want to i want to play and beat them all 
and I would like to, um, I've already played four like many times, but it's still been a, maybe 10 years since I've actually last played it. And it's one of my favorite Final Fantasy. So I'm even thinking go back just to even play that. Um, I need to mm -hmm. also, um, finish six first. So it's like one and six. Once I beat those two, I'm thinking of what I'm going to play next, maybe five. And what would be cool if I could just get one of those like modified, like I want to actually be able to put it in my Super Nintendo, but they have like reproduction cards to where it's like in English, but I could put it in my system and play it that way. I think that'd be really neat because I'd never actually play a Final Fantasy V. So I think that'd gotcha. be cool, cool to do. And I'm okay, probably gonna there you do go. That. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right, man. We're out of here. See ya. Bye.